Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. One week before Christmas Day, Woo-hoo. the snow is falling, the friends are calling, woohoo, and it's 50 degrees outside. No, it's still 65, but it is a beautiful day in Tampa Bay as the temperatures are falling like a rocket. Just love that. Sorry. I just want to relish. I can't you're wait to get sorry. out of this. Can't wait to get out of the studio to enjoy no humidity. Ah, you know what? I just we just invite you to check out the latest on I Work for Him as we do this I Work for Him radio roundtable every Friday. We want you to get more familiar with the things that are going on in our world. And our website, IWorkForHim.com's got lots of great stuff on it, including information on the upcoming marriage cruise, which is not too late to buy your spouse a Christmas present and sign up for the marriage cruise. Information about how to connect to our Facebook page. And on our Facebook page, Martha, we've got something huge going on on Facebook right now. We do. We have a huge WOW CD giveaway, and it is a contest that people actually enter on our Facebook page. So they go to you I must Work enter for Him. To win. Enter to win. I We can't just guess who the people are. We have to have them enter. So if they go to our Facebook page, I Work the Number Four Him, underneath your elbow, they will like our page. And that drives you crazy every time that. I Which say that. Which elbow? My right elbow or it my left elbow? It doesn't matter when they're looking at the picture. It makes sense to okay. them. <laughs> so, And then under my face is a little tab <laughs> that says, 
Wow CD giveaway. And if they click on that, enter the contest, share it with their friends. We're just really trying to, number one, um, bless people through something that's been given to us by mtlmagazine.com, which is a 33 CD collection of CDs from the Wow 2000. The latest, the greatest. Absolutely fabulous. And if they go out to our Facebook page, we actually did a little video that got posted today that I think that they might see the Vanna White, you know, experience going on there. Yeah, and we had our lovely assistant, Connie, do the video this morning. And then at the end of the video, it didn't get cut off. So I do the whole side profile thing. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> That's but, okay. But we, we don't, we don't love, edit. We can edit it. <laughs> we would lo- no, we don't have video editing abilities. I can edit audio. I can make my sound myself sound 16 if I want to. Wow, cool. I can make myself sound like I could talk faster. I'm pretty sure to. you sound like you sounded when you were... No, when you were 16, your voice squeaked more. <laughs> <laughs> when I met you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that boy. That is so funny. I know. It was hilarious. Oh. Every, I Wait, never had met a boy who, like, that when their voice was changing like yours, because everyone's like, it would really just... What? Jose, did your voice never do that? I think it did, but I, I think yours is still changing. <laughs> Oh yeah, my voice still cracks every once in a while. I mean, it 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 definitely does that. But there was the time when Joshua transitioned from sounding like a little boy to sounding like you on the phone, and then people got confused. Yeah, that's very, it's good stuff. Yeah. Hey, while you're out there on our iWorkForHim.com website, we'd love to invite you to join the iWorkForHim Nation. You know, what we're looking for is a thousand people in Tampa Bay to make the commitment to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day, to look for ways to serve the people that they work with, to look for ways to befriend their coworkers outside of the workplace, because that's where true relationships get to start. And then look for ways to pray with people when you see that their countenance may be down for the day. All along, being the best and brightest employee in your business. Even if you're the owner, you should be the best and brightest, the hardest working. But if you're not an owner, you're an employee, and maybe you're not an, even a manager or a supervisor. We're just like Christ followers in a workplace should be the best, shouldn't they, Martha? Most definitely. And it and they it getting people to ask the question why? Why why are you this way? Um, can really open the door for a great conversation. You know, I just I'm reminded that, you know, every job is sacred. And I, and I was talking with somebody today and they're like, well, I've got a full time job and then I want to I want to go into I'm going to do ministry at night. And I'm like, no, no, no. You are in a marketplace ministry. If you bring Christ with you in a workplace, we need to keep in mind that every job is worthy of our best effort, effort no matter what the job is. Mm-hmm. And we make it our best when we bring our our faith with us and, and to remember that our workplace is our mission field and then in that mission field you may be the only jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet but it takes a little bit of a paradigm shift doesn't it it does a lot of it <laughs> sometimes a lot of a paradigm shift well and it seems like every day i got to go back through that but romans 12 2 reminds me when i when i read it every day and i read it every day and i read it every day on the air don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Speaking of changes, Martha, our I Work For Him radio roundtables, we're going to amp it up a little bit today. We are. We're adding a couple new segments. We're going to make it a little more exciting, but we do invite you to the, the phone lines are open during the whole show today. You can call in about one of two things. Number one, share how Christ is making an impact on your workplace through your witness or maybe something you've seen or somebody else's witness, but just talk about how Christ is making an impact on your workplace. Number two, your favorite Christmas memory. Short phone calls, love to hear from you. You know, my favorite Christmas snow memory 
was... Of course it has to do with snow. I miss the snow. I know you do. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was It was a year that it was brown all... I grew up in Minnesota, the frozen tundra. And uh, it, it's not really the frozen tundra, but during several months of the year, it is like the frozen tundra. And I remember it had been brown all the way through Christmas Eve, and I was praying for snow and praying for snow and praying for snow. And I always kept flipping on the, the lights in the back porch so I could see the snow falling. And uh, and all of a sudden, a flake started to come down. And I don't, I don't remember how much we got, but I remember going, that is the coolest thing ever. I love snow on Christmas Day. It's such a privilege to have snow on Christmas Day. All right. So, Martha, let's talk about, let's do a little bit step back and look at, we're, we're not going to do our year interview. We're going to do that on New Year's Day. But let's talk, what did you learn this week from the shows? What did we learn this week from the shows? Because I had some pretty interesting shows this week. I, I, I Monday, we started off Monday show with the Renshaws calling in from Austria. Yeah, now, that was pretty awesome. We, and, and they did a Skype call, which is something I hadn't done before. And wow, it really turned out pretty good. It did. And, and we were very thankful that they stayed up. I guess it wasn't terribly late. No, it was nine them, o'clock but, at night, but they stayed know. up from nine to ten o'clock at night. Yeah. They had to be at the top of their game from nine until ten o'clock at night. That's right. That was awesome. But it was it was so fun to hear from them and how you know they lived here in Tampa Bay for many many years, working for big companies and and Mrs. Renshaw working as a as a high school teacher for almost thirty years, and then they just kind of went through that halftime. And as they shared, they went to the missions conference at our church and they sat at a table where there was supposed to be a whole bunch of other people, and they sat down with. Trans World Radio Missionaries, and they got two-on-two for two hours, and that's where they ended up. They ended up serving with their skills that, as Daryl described it, everything I ever used in industry, I use it every day on the mission field. Such a great example of there is no such thing as an accident. You know, that was a God-ordained time for them to be at that table with just the right people, have their undivided attention, and their hearts and their, their where they were at in life was just ripe for what God had next for them. And they've been a great example to a lot of people as a result of that. And that's a huge testimony, too, that just goes above and beyond what they're actually doing. I think my biggest takeaway from the show in hearing their testimony was just a reminder that God never wastes an experience. And I, and I say that often to people, mm-hmm. especially when people are going through tough times. But in Daryl and, and Gainel's uh, example, it was all of their their industry experience they are using each and every day. And and Gainel taught social studies, world religions, um, Bible at Indian Rocks Christian School, and uh, she's that will really help them as they reach out to the different cultures within Austria. And it's no longer a they get a lot of immigrants from all over the Middle East. When I think it'll be helpful for her. She was saying that she does a lot of the, you know, when people come in and the welcoming and just whatever needs to be done. And I remember the kids, our kids, very fondly referring to her as Mama Renshaw. Right. That's and what they all call her. Because she is that that motherly figure that can just take people under her wings and um, care for them in a way that uh, not a lot of people can because she can do it in a way that directs them and loves on them at the same time. And so God really has um, a mighty plan for them. And that was Monday's show. So that would be uh, December the 14th. Love to have you listen to that one. Go out to iWorkRim.com and you can listen to the archive or on iTunes. You can uh, sign up to get the podcast on a daily basis. Our Tuesday show, probably the biggest stretching show. Because I learned so much information. I had Hayden Shaw on. uh, And he had written this book, Generational IQ, which was understanding how the five generations go to church. What was your biggest takeaway before I start talking about? My biggest takeaway was when it was almost like he gave permission and told people 
you don't have to be a church that serves all five generations. I think a lot of churches struggle with how are we supposed to do this from um, the crib all the way to the to the very elderly and all these different generations and and meet all of their needs. Now, there are churches that can do that, but I think that those that are struggling, it was like he gave them permission. He said, you don't have to be all things to all people. If God has a specific calling on your ministry, do that and do it well. And that was my biggest takeaway from his whole conversation. Well, and that's a conversation we've had is mm-hmm. that there's a lot of churches that try to be the end all, the beat all, and they got another church right down the street trying to be the end all, the beat all. Well, they end up being a jack of all trades, but an expert in none. I just screwed that line up. But but what? I think people know what you mean. And, the, you know, we God has designed each of us in different ways. And if you have a calling to a certain age group, you need to honor that and, and do that well and really um, be uh, the best steward of those gifts. You know, what I loved about Hayden's book as I read it uh, in preparation for the interview was I I had never really thought about the fact that not only in our churches do we have five generations, people that have five very different perspectives, Mm -hmm. but in our workplaces, we often have four or five generations of people with very different perspectives. You know, we've got one generation, the, the, the traditionalists, they never even imagined a computer. And you got the last, the most recent generation, people born since the year 2000, they don't even know life without cell phones or computers. Right. They don't even know what it's like. So, and everybody in between, you know, we didn't grow up with computers, but we got them when we were in college. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't grow up with cell phones, but we got them when we were fairly newlyweds. So I have probably five years into our marriage. So, but our kids are those, they're in that millennial generation where they just know life with a computer, but not high power computers. But now the kids today, they they don't even know. I mean, the cell phones we've got today are more powerful than the computers that were mainframes, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. All right. So but Hayden really did a great job of just telling you how to reach these people for Christ and to understand why they feel the way they feel about certain things. Wednesday, I had a really fast moving show. I want to talk about the beginning of it. Then we'll come back. But we heard from Sheriff Nako, Chris Nako from Pasco County. Wow, what, he was the speaker at the Christian Chamber this week. Find out, find out more about the Christian Chamber online at c3tb.org. If you're a Christ follower in the workplace, that's a place you ought to join, yes. the Christian Chamber of Commerce. But Sheriff Nako just shared how when he puts on his uniform and gets in his car, he's at his most intense level all day long. And when he goes home, he has to work really hard to not crash and just say, I don't want to deal with anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. He has to work really hard at being a father to his three kids, being a husband to his wife, that it was, that's a real challenge and that, that our police officers, our law enforcement people really, really struggle because they have to be on alert today more than ever. And they get very little support. The media is ripping into our police officers all the time. Yeah. I, that was such an eye opener for me to hear the passion that he has for the spouses. And he actually runs what they call a spouse Academy where he teaches the significant others in in deputies lives, how they feel when they come home at the end of the day, after being an adrenaline rush all day, because they're in crisis mode all the time. And, 
um, how to really understand that and to work through it and to live through it and, and be better because of it. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Martha, we were kind of doing a recap of the shows this week and what we learned. What did you learn when I talked to Tim Paskert, who was the who produced The Glass Window, uh, which has been on national television on Easter, two different Easters, and it's going to be on e- Easter Sunday this coming 2016. Mm-hmm. What, what was your biggest takeaway? What was the biggest thing you learned? Well, I just think um, I know that he spent years writing this movie um, as a script and the whole production. And I think when he was sharing about how God orchestrated so many things happening during the filming of the movie, we we think, okay, this is the script. This is how it's going to go and everything's going to be perfect. And God showed up in amazing ways and and really allowed things to happen, like the weather, the day that they needed to, you know, film the bad weather. Um, it just a reminder that um, he has God has the details and well, he works those things in his in his glory. I, I was shocked. Okay, he he wrote it for fourteen years, got it all yeah. set up, and, and then they had to produce. They they filmed the movie in three weeks. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's cool. And I'm, and they had to edit it down to one hour twenty eight minutes and twenty nine seconds. Yes. And that's so it could be a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. That's amazing All those to things we don't know about. The things you don't know, did you know that a made-for-TV movie truly, there's 30 seconds, 30 minutes of commercials. One hour, 28 minutes, and 29 seconds. Actually, there's 31 minutes and 31 seconds of commercials. Oh, my word. Anyway, but it's going to be played on TV. I thought it was great on Easter yes. Sunday. Love that. And yep. what I really just love is his heart and passion for communicating the gospel through really good actors. And what he said was not, not you know, uh, A-type movies, but maybe just slightly under type A, but guys who really, they cast people who are sharing the gospel for people who really believe in Jesus Christ. I loved that. Yeah. And a, and a great message. And uh, they're just doing a great job getting it out there. Now, yesterday I got to introduce to the audience or reintroduce to the mm-hmm. audience the Nehemiah Project, which is a new passion of mine. Uh, and, and I tell you, the biggest thing I've learned. We, we, because we you needed more passions. Well, I did. But I just anybody that's willing to invest in business people and train them how to, yeah. how to become a marketplace minister, how to look at their workplace and make a plan on being intentional to integrate your faith in your workplace. I love that. It is neat. And to be able to take the class online, it's a master's, kind of an MBA accredited kind of course towards an MBA at several different schools around the nation. Uh, I just loved, I love the passion of Patrice Sauguet. And and really what I've learned from him is that, you know, he didn't, he was already studying entrepreneurship before he came to Christ. And then God took his passion and shaped it and to make these courses of biblical entrepreneurship, uh, one, two, and three. And, And I just love the simplicity of the program. I took the first course. It was about 16 hours. It probably could have taken about 22 if I hadn't pushed through, but I don't really have that Did much extra time. Did you get a grade? Time. No grades. And, but I, I think the, no, there were no grades. I don't know what the deal is. Because I, I posted the on Facebook. I'm like, listen to see if Jim passed his class. I'm pretty sure I passed because <laughs> I did finish. But it was, uh, I just really loved the experience. I mean, it was, it was good. Just, I love the vocabulary. I learned some new stuff. Uh, and it was also very encouraging because it was some stuff I'd heard before, but all put together. It's like 20 of the books I've read on, on becoming a Christ follower in the workplace. 
all put together in one course. So like a bunch of cliff notes, kind of, I mean, like short summary, or did it get into a lot of meat for well, you? A lot of meat and a lot of comparison stuff. Okay, So like, here's what a, here's what a secular business person would look like versus a biblical entrepreneur mm. and a comparison of behaviors and attitudes. So you can really attitudes put yourself and, in that position yeah. and understand it. A lot of scripture in there, a lot of biblical references. I, I loved that. That mm. was really that So was how really many fun. classes, how many, like to complete their whole program? Three. Just three. Yep. It takes about a year. And you could do them online or do them live. They do classes all over the world live. So they've got, and, and then. Live via Skype no, or live. you mean like on campus. You can campuses. go on campuses okay. wherever, wherever you are. But they also then have a competition for the best business plan, the best integrated business plan. And uh, those competitions go worldwide as well. And he also does that same program with youth in the inner city. So competition like Shark Tank, like you present yeah, like it. and present it with who's got the best idea, the best plan, but not not for who's got the best idea, but who's got the best integrated integrated plan. How they integrated their faith, best. integrating their faith into it. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, I I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. That's I mean, awesome. it, it was good, and I'm looking forward to partnering with them all year long as people will get to hear more and more about it. This is literally everybody out there who's a Christ following business owner, business leader, or maybe you think you're an entrepreneur. This is a program for you. I mean, if you're calling as entrepreneurship, this is something you got to go through. It will save you so many troubles. And when you complete the program, do you get to add any initials behind your name on your business card? <laughs> you get to put super dude. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, I wonder if you could. I'm sure you can make up some. I, I don't know that that's no, it, because it's it part of an MBA program. It's not the okay. whole MBA program. Okay. That's, I guess, where I was going. So it's three courses out of an MBA program. Right. There's some. Right, that is correct. Okay. So I, I think you could probably put, you know, marketplace minister afterwards, or maybe BE, biblical entrepreneur. Can you tell that this was maybe a show that I got interrupted at work a little bit? Yeah, you more don't seem to know as much about it. Well, you know no, what? You do I'm have asking to, you good questions. But you because... do have to work. Somebody's got to do their job. That's right. It's pretty funny because actually, every once in a while, we hear from listeners and they'll be like, oh, I got interrupted because I had to, you know, take a call or whatever. And um, we do understand that. And we're thankful for those that are able to listen. But yeah, of course, the podcasts are always out there for your listening pleasure. You know, as we, and we'll do our year in review on, on January 1st, but you know, when you look back at, at, the transition to Salem in July this year from our other station and moving to a new audience and growing the audience this year and you coming on the air with me twice a week, by the way, I just want to tell you, I love that. Oh, I do too. I love it for, for it to be every day. Just in case you're wondering. We'll see if we could work that out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. All right, I don't so know when you get other guests in the, in the studio though, then I tend to be more quiet. Yes, you do. Cause there's just, I don't want to interrupt. So coming up next week, we got some really good shows next week and a couple of very special shows. Mm -hmm. So well, it's a I, special week. Well, it's a special week. It is Christmas week. It is. So I've got a long time uh, radio talk mm. show host from Minneapolis, KTIS brand, Wayne Peterson, with a with a, a ministry now called Reach Beyond. They are a ministry that that is building radio stations around the world, putting up radio towers around the world, and integrating that with there with healthcare and and combining it all within healthcare so that's really really cool hey we've got uh, your dad on the line martha hey, hey ted welcome dad. back to i work for him well hello merry christmas merry, merry christmas, christmas. I, I just wanted to share a quick uh, christmas memory and it, it all kind of our family has always celebrated my birthday at christmas time and uh it, coincidentally i was born on the day that the swedes celebrate Santa Lucia Day. 
And that's the day when the oldest daughter in the family uh, dresses up in a, a uh, white uh, dress, wears a red sash, and has a crown of uh, candles on her head and brings the family breakfast in bed. And uh, this memory perpetuated through our three daughters and our one son. And uh, it was just a, a, a delightful memory. Uh, they also would bring not only a, a sweet bread uh, with uh, coffee and cake, and but they'd also bring a, a gift for me, which was a, um, a Christmas ornament made by an artist in uh, the uh, Italy mm-hmm. named Henri. So it was each uh, piece of the nativity set that they would bring and present to me each birthday starting the Christmas season. So do you have, I don't even want to know how many you have, how many of those ornaments do you have? How many years did that tradition carry on with an Henri ornament? Well, I, I would I would say, uh, oh my goodness, hard to say, Jim. Probably, probably uh, 30 or 40 to, years for sure. Oh, you got you got a lot more than 15 or 20 ornaments on there. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, um, we do. And, and it did, but I didn't always get it when I was in bed. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids grew up, it, was, it uh, became something different, but... Uh, well, we're looking forward to spending Christmas time with you this year and we're really bringing some my folks down to be with you. And, and, and Sarah will be down from Iowa. We're looking forward to that. And as uh, we got to go to break, Ted, but thanks so much for calling in and sharing that memory with us. And, and we're looking forward to next week, you, me, and Lori Hoffman with the Pocket Testament League on Wednesday. Really looking forward to that show. All right. Thank you. And God uh, all right. Merry thanks. Christmas. Coming up next week, talked about Wayne Peterson. Long time. Grew up listening to him on KTIS in Minneapolis. On Tuesday, a very special show. Don't know how many times this is going to happen, but I've got my mom and dad joining me. John and Marie Brangenberg joining me. If When you see the picture posted on Facebook, you're going to laugh out loud because I am my father's mini maxi. Me. No, I'm not as mini me. I'm his maxi me because I'm taller than him. But I look just like my but father. You're younger. But I really wanted people to hear from uh, where my spiritual heritage came from and to understand where I got my gift of gab because my father, he can really talk. Um, so can my mother. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, with Martha's dad on the phone just a few moments ago, Wednesday's show, bringing back Lori Hoffman with the Pocket Testament League. What a ministry. Your dad's been involved in that for over 35 years, but you didn't even know until I found out last year, right? Yeah, you know what? It's one of those things. I mean, he, I know a lot more about it now, but I think the fact that um, it's been a, just a, a ministry of his heart. But what we see is that more people need to know that this is available for them to be involved in. Right. Giving away Pretty the exciting. book of John, lots of different covers, but it is a powerful gift. The best thing you can ever do for somebody who just they're, they're maybe seeking to understand more about who Jesus is, or maybe they're skeptical a little bit. Get them to read the book of John. And that's what the Pocket Testament League makes really easy for you to do. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Now, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Two really, really fun shows coming up. On Christmas Eve, we've got kids calling in. We've got some siblings calling in and from all over the country just to share how Christ is making a difference in their life what their favorite Christmas memory was, and what are they looking forward to in 2016. Going to be a really cool show. And Martha and I may share a few of those same things, mm-hmm. although a lot of it's about our family. We love doing a family show on Christmas Eve. It is uh, it's such a great day. We're all looking forward to it. So make sure you tune in uh, on Wednesday next or Thursday next week. And there'll probably be a lot of people in their cars driving around for those last-minute things they need to do before Christmas. So it's perfect time to tune in that radio. Like me, I might have to go out and buy Martha's Christmas present on Christmas Eve next week. 
Yeah. Crickets. No. <laughs> I don't need I anything. I got this idea. Oh, you know what, guys? When you hear your wife say that, you know you're in deep trouble. <laughs> I really, th- here's what I think we should Moving do. Moving on. Let's talk I, about Christmas Day. I think we should, no, I think what we should do is we should go to Kohl's together. And oh. you go to the men's department. Okay. And I'll go to the candies section. That's the, the special section Not of clothing. Chocolate. No, it's special section of clothing I know you like, Brand. and I can always pick it out and pick your size and pick it out perfect. Okay. And then we can surprise each other at the cash register. Martha, you know what's really going to happen, right? Uh, what? A drone is going to show up at your front <laughs> driveway <laughs> and drop off a gift, you know, just like from Amazon or something, and that'll be your Christmas present. Oh, wait, wait, wait to set up the scene. Yeah. I mean, wow, that's yeah. raising the bar. I don't think they let the drones fly to the beach just yet, but it's that I would think be it's fun. But yeah, okay. Thanks a lot for Jose for bringing up her. You're very yeah. welcome. All right, but on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. we it's a it's a recorded show. For Christmas Day, we're not doing it live. We're going to be with our families. But we recorded a really cool show for you. Yes. One of my favorite authors is Cynthia Rupti. And um, I love the way she writes. And I just reached out to her and I said, Cynthia, you got any short stories about Christmas that we could maybe do on the air? And she sent us, oh, my goodness, we could have recorded 12 hours worth. (laughs) But she sent us a lot of great stories. And so we have recorded some of those as well as one by David Jeremiah to just uh, give some different perspectives on Christmas and to really enjoy hearing hearing read stories because that is something that's kind of a lost art in a lot of ways. And we're able to, on that day, give away. Um, she then reached out to me on Facebook and said, hey, Martha, why don't I send you some copies of that of my this year's book, which I'm in the middle of reading right now, The Endless you Christmas. You haven't finished it yet? No, we've what been is, too busy. We have not been too busy. So the I read four Cri- books this month hey, already. The Endless Christmas is what I'm currently reading, and it's a new release, and you will just love it from one end to the other. So, so we're going to give away copies of that? We are, and we'll do that on Facebook on Christmas Day. So That's people right. have to post Merry Christmas on Christmas Day on our Facebook page, and then we'll pick somebody from there that will win. Yeah, it'd be a really, really cool show. Hey, let's highlight some really great stuff that's going on, Christmas stuff that's going on here in Tampa Bay. Because there's some really cool stuff. I don't know how they pull this off, but downtown in Tampa, they set up an ice rink. Yes. I don't even get how that works. Because it's, well, it's been 80 to 85 every day in December. And and there's ice. And you can go downtown and rent ice skates and Mm -hmm. ice skate. So for all you Floridians who don't know what it's really like to ice skate on a pond over 75 feet deep water... This is a somewhat similar experience. Uh, it's not the same because there's no danger involved, except well, for you could break a hip. There you go. You can still fall on the ice. So. That's right. But um, yeah, this is a just a fun, that's a great memory maker because how many people get to say that they went ice skating in Florida during Christmas? Yeah, in short sleeves and a t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, but you still wear a scarf because that would be the proper thing to do. All right, but and here's here's one of the ones I want to highlight. One, it's not in this list, but we've got the botanical gardens over. Oh, this yeah, is the is. one. The floor. I didn't know it was called the Florida Botanical Gardens. That right, almost to the beach on Ulmerton. Which I'm sorry, you'd have to drive down Ulmerton to get there. And I apologize. It will it's be worth it. It, it, may, it it's is worth, worth it. it. The botanical gardens. They decorate trees, botanical kind of trees, tropical trees, throughout their gardens. And it's a spectacular light display. We always go there with my folks uh, when they're here in town and Martha's folks when they're they're here in town. And just walk it through the park. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I totally recommend that. We have done that for years and years and years. 
Yes. And so they, they and it's fun to f- post pictures because now with Facebook, they tell you who else has been there. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness. So many people go there because it's such an extraordinary experience. Hey, we got Andy calling it from Largo. Andy, do you got a great Christmas story for us? I don't have a Christmas story. I have a business story. This okay, fantastic. From uh, from the Business Journal. Oh, business sure. Great. Ah, great to have you on the air, Andy. I want to let you guys know when I drive home, and like I'm driving now, I'm in Bradenton, but I was all the way down south into Charlotte County still listening to your program last week. Nice. Fabulous. Good to hear you. Re- it's reaching there. Why don't you, yeah. Good university time. Go ahead and tell us your business story. Well, it's been interesting. Um I've been in a lot of sales for a long time and being blessed in a lot of different ways. But it's been such a joy to be able to work for a company where the chairman prays for me. Mm. He's prayed for me when we we talked on the phone. Never had a boss do that to me. And I meet a lot of good Christian people and being able to pray for them when I'm done either with a sale or without a sale. And and there was a miracle that kind of happened. There was a a business owner that owns a manufacturer called Ditec. She's the CFO, and she attends uh, Indian Indian Rocks Church. And she wanted to do something for the company, but they really don't have, you know, consumers coming to them because they sell distributors. They do uh, surge protectors right there on uh, Starkey, just north of Elmerton. And and I said, you know, there's a minute. There, we, we don't have a lot of ministries at church, but there is one pretty cool one for women called Shepherd's Village that I've been hearing a lot of people tell me about. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, I'll think about that. So I sent her a link to Shepherd's Village. She thought about it. And then um, about a day or two later, I met with Shepherd Village people who were talking. They really didn't want to do the ad. And I just said, you know, there's this lady that I, I gave her your name. I said, maybe this will work out. We ended up talking. She goes, uh, we prayed before I left. They were going to probably do another small ad. And come to find out, I get an email in the morning from uh, – from Wendy from Ditech saying that she'll, she'll sponsor them for a full page or mm. four-fifths of a page, and they're going to take like a, a fifth of it, the bottom of it. And yeah. I was like in tears saying, well, God, what an answer to prayer. And I called Phyllis from Shepherd's Village, Phyllis Edelman, and she said, you know, we weren't going to do the ad again because it was so small and we could use $300 somewhere else. She goes, but with your attitude, she goes, and the spirit moving in you, she goes, and when you prayed, we thought we'd do something. And she goes, it was just everything to do with you and the spirit movie. And I said, well, God just blessed us, and we got our answer to our prayer. And mm. uh, Ditech's going to do four fifths of the page for you to be able to promote it better. She goes, wow. And wow. that's really cool testimony. because Phyllis, Phyllis Alderman and Shepherd's Village, definitely a place in our hearts. We've done a lot of volunteer work for them over the over the years. Andy, thanks for calling in and sharing that story. You're Merry, welcome. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, guys. Bye-bye. Martha, what's your favorite Christmas event coming up? Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to, I don't know, but one that I picked that I found online when we were looking at different ones is one of the places we like to go is to the hot shop down in um, St. Pete. Pete. And they have a thing where you can actually go on a date there and create your own glass holiday ornament. And I just thought that was really neat. I wouldn't only go if we could do a glass Christmas ornament. Oh, yeah. I said holiday because I read the thing. But Christmas ornament. So I'm embarrassed to say I have tickets for us to go there. We all year I've had them. To go to, to the this? hot shop. To the hot shop. Surprise. But we haven't but we haven't taken time to go. Well, he could put them in my Christmas stocking, oh, right, Jose? Oh, yes. I could drop them with yes. the drone. That's right. But I, we love the hot shop. The hot shop in St. Pete and then the Maureen, Maureen uh, Art Center. Art Center, And yeah. then to go to the Shahuli. Love that. Okay. Uh. Wiki 
Wachi. Oh, yeah, this is Winter Wonderland. Love that. Okay, first of all, I got memories. My family and Martha's family traveled to Florida when we were in kindergarten. Not together, though. No, we weren't. We didn't know each other until we were 16. And I remember going to see the mermaids when I was five years old. Now, Wiki Wachi and the whole Crystal River area... Fantastic place to take your family, but the Wiki Wachi Winter Wonderland at the Wiki Wachi Spring State Park. Fun time to go. If you want to just see a part of Florida, if you want to get out of Tampa Bay and go to a place where you don't hear cars all the time, this is a great place <laughs> to go, really. So what are we gonna do next week? The week between Christmas and New Year's, we we've got some we're not gonna be working every day. Are we gonna do something fun like this? If there's any of them still going on, well, yes. we're gonna do the botanical but, gardens. Mean, we do the botanical gardens. We'll definitely well, go to Christmas Eve service at church. Largo Central Park's got everything all oh, lit up. Oh, beautiful! Should we go ice skating in downtown Tampa? Maybe I don't know. We uh, we have health insurance. We're covered there. I don't want to got... fall and break any bones, though. No, I used to ice skate as a kid. That was a long time ago. That was. You played street <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I did, but they make you wear figure skates when you skate here. They're not hockey skates. That is dangerous because you stop one way with figure skates and you stop another way How with about this? hockey skates. In a couple of weeks on our round radio roundtable, we will share some fun excursion that we decided to do while we were um, having family here in town. We better write that down so I don't forget. Okay, I'll do that. So, so that like, you don't forget to take me on a fun excursion? No, I would never forget, but that would be the 8th of January. So on the 8th of January, we will tell you what we ended up doing. Because we're going to do something fun. You love Christmas. I do. You started wanting to play Christmas music right after we did our three months till Christmas show on September 25th. Yes. We, and so we've got four CDs we want to highlight. Yeah. Of, of great music. And, and I only have one. You're going to highlight three because these are the ones that I got the new Mercy Me Christmas album. Yes. I love you those like guys. It? I love those guys. I love the album. It's great. I don't get to listen to enough Christmas music. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, because that's when I will listen to it. And maybe uh, because I put all the CDs in my car. Yeah, maybe you did, <laughs> including the Mercy Me one. I was looking for it the other day. But I really, I love those guys at concert. We saw them last year at the Strawberry Festival in the pouring down rain. That was uh, Casting Crowns. No, it was not. It was Mercy Me. Anyway. It was Mercy Me, because they sung greater. Okay. It was fabulous. All right, so, you gotta, oh, wait, wait, give me another CD. Go okay. quick. Laura Story, God With Us. She is so fabulous, and I just love the music that she's put on this Christmas CD. Danny Goki has a new Christmas CD called Christmas Is Here, and Chris Tomlin. Who doesn't love Chris Tomlin? Chris Tomlin. He's the one that set up worship music around the world. I mean, everybody says, hey, we're just going to sing Chris Tomlin songs. There you go. And his CD is called Adore. So there are just some, and I know there's many, many more out there, but Christmas music. There's nothing better. We have literally 75 Christmas CDs uh, all singing the same songs differently. All right, just a reminder, we've got a huge contest out there on our Facebook page to win a wow brick. This would be the most incredible gift you could give somebody this year. If you win this, go out to Facebook and like our page and then sign up for the contest. Just search for I work the number for him.com. As we come to the end of another I work for him show, thanks so much to Jose Cruz. Did a fantastic job today. Juggled a lot of phone calls for us. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thanks so much for our show sponsors. Go out to our webpage and you can find out more about them. When you get home today, would you consider joining the I Work For Him Nation? You know, we learned all week long that our faith can impact our workplace, that we can learn to become marketplace ministers, but it's this time of year, Christmas time, where people are thinking about 
what is this? This is Jesus. Did he really exist? Who is this kid in the manger? And, and what's this really all about? We've got awesome opportunities to share our faith. Remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Wish somebody Merry Christmas. And when they wish you the Merry Christmas back, just say, hey, I want you to know God loved you so much. He sent Jesus. That's the reason for the season. Use some, use the interaction that you've got with people to let them know that you know that Jesus Christ changed your life. And Christmas really is a celebration, not about Santa, but about God coming to earth in the form of a baby. You know, you've been listening to the I Work For Him Radio Roundtable with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're, we, we own our own business and we're Christ followers, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.